Hello, my beautiful humans. You have a goal. You have lots of goals. You maybe want to lose 20 pounds. You want to retire and move to another state. You want to write a book. You want to connect more with your friends. Whatever your goal is, there is a process to getting there. Think of your specific goal. Right now, I want you to pick one, just one. If you have to, stop the podcast right now and decide on one and do this with me. Go ahead and stop it until you have it. Okay, are you ready? You have one in mind, one that you want to achieve next or soon or that you think is the most realistic or the one that you want the most, the one that really feels like it will make you happy. Okay. So let's talk about why you don't have this goal already. Why aren't you at the finish line? Living your life with this goal checked off the list. What comes to mind for you? Is it a list of reasons or is it one specific reason? Does that reason involve anyone else? Maybe it's waiting for something else to happen that's out of your control. Or are you waiting for you to be motivated to take the steps towards getting there. But listen, I want to talk to you about one of the most important first steps that you need to take before you start diving into action steps to get you there. Because most of us believe that if you just get yourself into action, if you take out a piece of paper, write down the steps and just get started, that you will just get to that goal through action easily. We really believe that. We learned it growing up. We look around and we see others doing it. That's exactly what it seems like they're doing. But think about someone who already has this goal that you chose. It can be someone real that you know. It can be someone that you don't know personally, maybe someone famous who has that goal. Or it can be... If it's not someone specific that you know, um, it can be just make up someone in your head. Just create them and think about all of the details of that person in your head. Again, if you need to stop the podcast and get this person very clearly in your mind, do that. And how do you think that person got there? I'm going to guess that most of us think that it's their actions. That's what comes to mind to us first as how they got to that goal. But what has to come first and is so helpful for you to know that it should come first is the belief. Belief that it can be you at the end of the journey. Not this other version of you that you don't know but really the you that feels like you, really you. But when we don't start with that belief first, the goal just doesn't stick. We end up getting to the goal and we have imposter syndrome. And we say that it's a fluke that we got there. And somehow we manage to get ourselves right out of the circumstance. Kind of the classic example of someone who loses weight and then regains their weight because it just doesn't feel really comfortable to be there and to be that person. Let me give you an example. Let's talk about the losing weight example. I lost about 40-ish pounds as soon as everything shut down for COVID. That's the same time that I did my certification 
for to be a life coach and a weight loss coach. And I had a goal. I came so close to the goal. Actually, I was five pounds away from my goal. And then I got stuck. Those five pounds started feeling impossible for me to lose. And because I'm a weight loss coach, I kept telling myself, you know, I know that if you know how to lose one pound, then any one pound shouldn't be any harder than another pound to lose. Except that it is. It is harder to our brain. It's because of that darn human brain. It loves to insert its opinion and it loves to do things to keep us safe. Even if reaching our goal isn't actually dangerous, but the trick is that it feels dangerous to our brain. Do you know why? It's because it's change and our brain hates change. It wants to be efficient. It wants for us to be consistent and predictable so that it knows what is coming and it can build processes to put things on autopilot. That's what our brain likes to do. But being someone who is all done losing weight, even though to us it seems like that would be easier, it would we'd be freer, we'd be happier, to our brain, it's so different from someone who's actively losing weight or trying to lose weight, working on it, thinking about it, planning for it. Our brain knows what to do with that person. It's already doing it. So it actually seems comfortable, even though it doesn't sound very comfortable for us. But it's no man's land for our brain. It's different. Our brain does not like different. So your work is to make that new you, that future you, not seem different. To make it seem like it's just another ordinary step on the journey, not a giant leap. How? It's about being that person ahead of time. It could be about visualizing that person, feeling that person, living inside of that person's shoes, not looking at some other ideal of that person as someone else, but actually slipping inside of that person's skin and being her. Once you, at your goal, feel so familiar and comfortable and safe to your brain, then it's easy for that overprotective brain to relax and allow you to just simply step into that role. So if visualization part of this sounds a little woo to you, think of the ways that do feel like a good fit for you. You can, maybe it's your thing to write a story about your future self, or if you're a list person, you can make a list of all of the things That when you are at your goal, what are the things that you would do every day that would be your habits? And what, which of those habits are different than your habits right now? And you want to start doing those now. Now, the trick is, this is the thing that sounds like basic, simple, good advice. We all understand it. We all might agree with it. But a lot of times we don't actually do it. So if your goal is, let's just say it's to lose weight, when you have lost your weight, if you picture yourself being able to, say, hike with ease, guess what? The prescription for you right now is to start hiking, not to wait. Hike easy trails, hike harder trails. Practicing hiking is how you're going to get good at hiking. If your goal is to earn more money, 
and you picture yourself shopping for clothing in different stores than you shop in now, head to those stores right now. Be the person that shops there. Maybe you don't buy a full outfit. Maybe you buy a little pair of gloves or a scarf or a belt or a tank top on the sale rack. If you picture that the future you that has this money is someone that wears a certain brand of clothing, then head to the thrift store and find those brands. Head to the outlet stores. Wear your favorite names. Fill your closet now with that designer, whoever it is that lights you up. If you want to be the person that wears, I don't know, Calvin Klein or Gucci or whatever it is, be the person that wears those things now. You know that top athletes do this all the time. They do the visualization. They make that shot in their head a million times. So when it comes time to physically make that shot, it seems easy to your brain. How it seems makes all the difference. Now, there's two last things that I want to say about this. First, of course, you can't believe with no action. Sometimes this sounds very woo-woo, manifesting, and that the message that I'm giving you is to just believe and you don't have to do anything. But think of it this way. If you really, really, truly believed that something was going to happen to you, you, of course, would be taking the actions. If you're believing, but you find that you're not doing the work that's necessary, you're not buying the lottery ticket to win the lottery. You're not passing up those foods that you know make your weight go up. If you're skipping the exercise that you would be doing, then I challenge you to ask yourself if you really do believe, because it's easy to say you believe. But if you're not taking the actions, you're creating a surefire way to keep yourself safe and creating evidence that you don't really believe that that result is coming. So you want to work on that belief enough and the evidence that you believe is because you'll be taking the actions. And the other thing that I want to say is when you want to believe so badly, but you feel like you're stuck or you can't. In weight loss, I come across this all the time with clients who really want to lose weight, but they really believe that based on their age or their physical makeup or menopause or some other reason, they believe that they can't. So if you're in that place where you don't know how to get the belief, then do this as your first step. Start looking for evidence that it's already there, that your belief is there, even in the smallest way. And we don't see it because we're looking for the evidence that we can't. So in the weight loss scenario, start noticing that you don't wake up in the morning and binge eat, or you don't wake up in the morning and drink, or you look in the mirror and you can like some area of what you see, even if it's your hair or your skin or your toes or whatever it is, pick something. You don't go into a restaurant and I'm going to guess you don't take other people's food off their plate and you probably don't order everything on the menu. Stop focusing on the part where you always want to snack at night or you always want to order dessert. Start noticing all the good things. That's your evidence. You drink some water. You walk some steps. You really have to put your attention onto the things that you do and prove to yourself that you are someone who can lose weight. And then you just start to add to it. It's okay if it's slowly. If you eat breakfast at nine o'clock, 
start eating breakfast at 9.05. Extend that fast. If you walk one block, start walking a block and a half. Seriously, progress can be that little, but it's progress. It's change. So prove to yourself that you can do it and you can change. Let's get to it. Happy believing, my friends.